Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Welcome to Case in Point, everyone, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you again today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett, Atlanta studio, located in beautiful Sinesta, Gwinnett Place, Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County and just the surrounding region. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we'll touch on some of that and all related aspects of security as we go through the course of each show. Our guest today, I'm very happy to have Robert Long. He's Vice President of Economic Development with the Coming Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. Glad to have you here, Robert. I appreciate you coming in. Glad um, to be here. Let's start off with just uh, let's start off with a real simple question. For some, hard for others. Who is Robert Long? Uh, sure, I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show today. Um, I, I'm a little indifferent. I, I do economic development. I'm the VP of Economic Development for the Coming Forsyth Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I'm a little unusual in that I've really never done anything else. I sort of stumbled into this uh, right out of grad school. I went to Florida State and I got my master's degree in demography, which is a little unusual degree. Um, and I sort of spent a lot of time figuring out where I might end up going and what sort of career path. I sort of stumbled into econ development as a career uh, and fell in love with it. And to the point that I've basically a certified econ developer, uh, I made that commitment to become a, I guess, a, I guess, a, get that certification many years ago. Um, but I, I think you know it's a career that I've really enjoyed. Uh, I've done this in South Carolina as well as now in Georgia for eight years now. Uh, and I think I just, uh, you know, I've been very blessed. I know I got to know you around some of the CIDs and, and some of the areas that you, you know, mm -hmm. have been in Gwinnett County because you spent a lot of time here as well. Well, sure. And right before my current job, I'm in my current role with, uh, you know, in Forsyth now for a little over three years. And uh, before that, I was uh, a little over four years in uh, in Gwinnett. And in Gwinnett, I was the county account developer, so I was a county employee. So I was, uh, you know, more of a kind of a support role to the folks with Partnership Gwinnett and the Gwinnett, uh, you know, Chamber of Commerce. Yep, and um, and that's kind of where I got to know you mm -hmm. doing all that. Well, let me ask you a couple of things. Let's kind of move into this. You know, Forsyth County is one of the fastest growing counties in the U.S. It has been now for several years. Uh, that's one of the places that I wanted to, to build a house at one point, and my wife had other plans, <laughs> <laughs> and we built in Gwinnett. But, um, you know, what is uh, precipitating this growth, and how are you handling it? Sure, and one thing I, you know, a lot of people don't realize, uh, you know, uh, you know, we went from one of the poorest counties in the state of Georgia back in the 1980s uh, to now we're the most affluent county in the state of Georgia over a relatively short period of time. Uh, and really the game changer for us was Georgia 400, uh, the you know, extension of Georgia 400 out of North Fulton into uh, Forest Isle County, which basically bisects the county, uh, was really the game changer for us. Uh, historically, we had no rail. We still don't have any rail in Forest Isle County. So we were uh, very poor, very lacking in industry, uh, and 400 was the uh, catalyst for us. And now initially, I will say that, uh, you know, um, what we saw was we were a low-cost provider. I mean, folks in North Fulton could come up to uh, Forsyth County and get land relatively inexpensive. Uh, we had a lot of industry come into South Forsyth uh, for that very reason. Uh, we were also, uh, uh, you know, folks who, uh, you know, it was at one time a fairly easy commute from South Forsyth into North Fulton 
today I would beg to differ. It's a, a little, little bit, bit more of a gridlock. <laughs> uh, but back in the day, it made a whole lot of sense for folks to find a you know a very uh, you know economically priced house, and that was originally our driver. I will say the demographic of the folks who moved into our community are highly educated. Uh, they are uh, you know folks that are very involved with their kids at school, and that has led to over a period of time to us becoming the number one school system in the state of Georgia. Uh, and today, I will say that's probably the biggest driver our, of our continued growth is the that school system. I mean, we have a school system uh, that I think that we, for the sixth year in a row, we have the highest ACT and SAT scores. Uh, so when I tell people we're the number one school system, uh, we have some numbers to back up that assertion. Uh, that didn't happen overnight, right? It, it's, it's been, you know, uh, something that's been a process over a period of time. And at the same time, you know, we ourselves, our, our land costs have gone up. Uh, I will say our housing cost has gone up. I mean, I think our average uh, price point for housing last year was around $350,000 a house. Now, that seems very expensive, but of course, if you're in North Fulton, it's, it's all relative. It may be still considered very much a bargain. Uh, but then you throw on top of it the great school system. Uh, so I think the school system today is our biggest driver. Uh, the fact we still do have a land, uh, you know, uh, particularly as you go up 400, uh, you know, uh, when I came started here three years ago, it was right when they were doing the widening of 400 from two lanes to three lanes. And that's been a big game changer for us as well. Uh, we also have two interchanges that are uh, planned uh, and will be built within the next three to four years. Uh, so we'll, right now, Highway 369 is our first red light as you go north. Uh, that will soon be our uh, our last interchange. Uh, well, there also will be an interchange at McGinnis Ferry right on the county line uh, with uh, you know with North Fulton. Um, so uh, that's been the game changer for us. I know when I first started this job just a little over three years ago, nobody would look look north of uh, exit 14. Um, as soon as that northbound lane opened up, all of a sudden people who were never look, would never look, you know, specifically said they would not look north of uh, exit 12 or exit 14. All of a sudden they would. Uh, and so that's been a big game changer for us as well, because we really need to have, uh, you know, start looking at as a community, you know, shifting some industrial growth to the northern part of the county. Uh, and that's something that I think now is an easier uh, sell for me because of that road widening. Well, you brought up the school system and, you know, it, it, it's, really, it's really changed and developed a lot. But, you know, one of the things is how, did, how what is Forsyth County Schools doing to balance the growth and the quality kind of balance them out well one thing i will say with uh, forsyth is when we do things we do it right uh, and so uh, one of the uh, you know reason we have i guess the number one school system is one we have i guess very active parents we have very good students uh, but the other part of that is having very good teachers uh, and you know one reason why forsyth county has been able to attract those best teachers in the community uh, is the fact that we put in resources that other folks do not um, and when we do things, we, we have a, most of our, all of our high schools, right now we have uh, six traditional high schools uh, as well as one uh, kind of, in essence, it's not really a magnet high school, but it is a countywide high school, and we can talk about more of that, that in a moment, um, is almost every one of them have some sort of area of specialization. Uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, and so it allows the students to, uh, you know, for example, South Forsyth has an outstanding German program uh, that also is, houses our international baccalaureate program. Our new program at uh, Denmark High School, uh, the, the, when they bought the property uh, as a large track of property had been a farm, they kept the barns. Uh, and so now they actually have horses uh, and they actually have a veterinarian program at the Denmark High School. Uh, to my knowledge, I haven't found another high school in the state of Georgia that has a veterinarian program. It's interesting. Um, one of the things in talking to the business community about their current as well as their you know projected workforce needs and right now with the low unemployment, everybody's, you know, th that's really the first question is, can I get the workers, uh, you know, 
it's really not even the price point uh, is can I get the people you know you know right now we're uh, sub three percent unemployment um, and that's a, you know our saving grace is the fact that we are a growing community and so I think that makes the conversation a little easier because I tell people if you're in some parts of rural Georgia where you couple low unemployment with stagnant growth that's a very difficult position uh, to do economic development our saving grace is everybody has low unemployment but the fact that we are growing I think is uh, uh, helps us tremendously well, would uh, you say that and let me but would you say that because uh, I know that three that three percent I'm a business person and I'm hiring and mm-hmm. it makes it real difficult to hire people because sure. everybody that wants a job's got a job those that don't have a job don't most of them don't seem to want a job oh sure and they don't really they don't have a lot of you know ethics around their job performances and what well, they I mean, do when i was and you, you you've been around long enough to know this you know the, the number i was always taught when i first got into economic development over 20 years ago was five percent right when you get below five percent unemployment all the people uh, who want to work really are working and then you're sort of a the, the folks who are in that 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 five percent that are unemployed are are you have to ask you you know why are they unemployed are they really good candidates are even looking are are they motivated et cetera are there some other issues that are presenting you know preventing them from work uh, with us because we are a growing community what we've seen is uh, there's a lot of trailing spouses you know so the husband or the wife gets a job they move to Forsyth County um, but then you have a spouse that's following behind them who will be looking for a job and employment opportunities uh, you know so I think that that growth in our community is one of the things that does help that conversation It'll make it a little easier uh, and I said to, or, you know with everybody having low unemployment you know, everybody's got the same issue. Absolutely. Um, and, of course, that also goes back to uh, the education, how do you work for that, developing that work that pipeline for future workforce. Um, one of the things that, you know, we did for the very first time that, you know, we just opened up back in August uh, was our first uh, countywide high school. Uh, it's called the Alliance Academy uh, for Innovation. And they didn't develop this high school in a bubble. Uh, they did a very good job of talking to the business community, talking to the industry in our area, and asking them what their needs are. Um, and what they tried to do with this program is that all the programs at the New Alliance Academy, these pathways, are not replicated to any of the other high schools. So they're unique programs. And sometimes they're very capital intensive. Uh, one of the programs, for example, is mechatronics. You know, our, you know, the, our mechatronics program has got some equipment that's good or better than most of the uh, technical colleges in the state of Georgia. That's very expensive to put that amount of technology and equipment into a classroom setting. Uh, so that's not replicated, but it is countywide. So uh, if you want to go there, and of course this is a pipeline that produces those you know, electrical mechanical maintenance positions that are so uh, desperately needed. Uh, you know, we have this re- you know, revival of the manufacturing uh, you know, in the last few years. And one of the big stumbling boxes, well, I can open my They're doors, and, 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 but how do I get those really highly skilled maintenance positions? And that's been a, you know, one of the things that people have a challenge finding. So this is a, a measure to try to fill that particular pipeline. Uh, there's also an aviation program in there. You know, there, we actually have flight, uh, flight simulators. Uh, so if you're a high school student and you're interested in becoming a pilot, there's a program. Uh, to my knowledge, this is only the second aviation program in the state of Georgia. And you'll be able to get your general aviation license before you even graduate high school. Uh, one of the other programs we have is cybersecurity. We actually have a cybersecurity high school program. To my knowledge, it's the only high school uh, you know, cybersecurity program that I've been able to find in the state of Georgia. Uh, that, that's a lot of you know capital expensive from a, I guess a community perspective to put on that probe kicker program. Uh, so it's not replicated in schools, but we, we, we but we, what we do have is uh, you know something where we put in the resources to make sure those students have the best education to be successful and that pathway that have they have chosen. Well, what about the STEM programs? Um, you know, there's a lot of focus sure. on the STEM. 
Uh, we have uh, one STEM academy, and that's uh, Forsyth Central High School. Uh, all of us, obviously, all our high schools have some sort of STEM programs. Uh, and all our high schools have robotics, for example, that are often tied with the engineering students or so students who are interested in going into that pathway. I know, for example, South Forsyth has an outstanding robotics program that has actually won national competitions. Um, but the STEM Academy we do have is at Forsyth Central. It's been an outstanding program. Uh, you, know, uh, we, you know, we would love to you know, continue to see if we can grow and replicate that program. Uh, because if you're looking for us, you know, the kind of ideal candidate for uh, the kind of jobs we want is those highly educated, highly skilled uh, you know, type of job opportunities. Uh, where people can live, afford, afford to live and work in the same community. Um, and, you know, same thing that, that there we already have a lot of synergies. We already have a lot of uh, positive uh, things going on in that realm. Uh, and we'd love to continue to grow that part of our economy. Well, that, you know, and that's something that's been a big focus on a lot of the counties like Gwinnett, sure, sure. that's STEM education. Well, I know that we talked about it being one of the fastest growing counties in the U.S. You know, what's the, uh, you know, precipitation of what's precipitating the growth uh, that you really um, is it just 400 or is I there think other it's stuff? really at this point I think it's the big mo momentum uh, you know we've had a lot of growth uh, at one time we were sort of a, a low-cost alternative uh, to a lot of our neighbors and so there was a natural location to go there at this point we're no longer that low-cost alternative but the momentum that we have I guess gained uh, you know is basically helping us continue to grow as a community uh, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, uh, you know we, we have just completed, uh, you know, we spent most of last year developing a new five-year economic development plan. Um, you know, uh, one of the things we looked at was, the, you know, is the, our commuting patterns, you know. Uh, right now, and it's not unusual for, you know, the counties that surround uh, Fulton County to uh, have a lot of their workforce leave the county. Uh, for us, it's a, you know, it's a little over 70%. So uh, my guess is most of them aren't that high. Uh, so the low-hanging fruit for us is, you know, who are these 70%? Uh, where are they working? What sectors are they working on? What can we do to create opportunities for them to find jobs closer to home? Because my guess is most of these folks, if they can get a comparable job, make a comparable wage, but cut their commute from an hour and a half to 30 minutes, most of them would jump at that opportunity. Um, so one of the things we are working on you know, right now, you know, kind of behind the scenes, is you know, you know, how do we develop the office product, either standalone office product or office that's associated with mixed-use development, to create those opportunities to have the space that can attract the companies in the workforce uh, so that those folks can have an opportunity to live and work in, you know, closer to home. Well, I, a lot of people talk about, you know, the growth as far as multi-family units. Sure. And I know that, uh, like most counties, my guess is Forsyth still has people that, you know, why are we doing that? And, you know, I know that you all are in the process of your mixed use, your, your, your residential like that, you're trying to kind of coordinate it, I guess is the best word, mm -hmm. so that you'd look at it and it's a con it's a controlled growth. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I think one of the things you know, uh, you know, we're not the first county in Metro Atlanta to to have you know uh, rapid growth. Uh, so I think one of the things we do is we look at counties like Gwinnett, you know, counties uh, you know like Cherokee right now uh, that have experienced rapid growth and and try to learn from their mistakes. You know what worked, what didn't work, and how do we can can we do things differently in Forsyth? I know we had a you know a, a you know political shift a couple of years ago uh, that have really uh, you know uh, are not very interested in multifamily as standalone product. 
so for us, Res 6 is our apartment, uh, you know, multifamily zoning. Uh, so if you do have something that's not already zoned Res 6, odds are you're going to have a very difficult time getting that approved in Forsyth County. But what they have opened up is, you know, for us, the MPD is really our mixed-use uh, category. Uh, that MPD is where they said, well, if it's a mixed-use, a multifamily as part of a mixed-use, that we would consider. Uh, because for me to do my job to go after a lot of the technology companies that we're having some momentum with right now, uh, many of these folks are very well paid. Even if they're married, they have no interest in having the traditional house that, on the cold sack, right? Uh, they're really looking for that experiential kind of living where they can live, work, and play near each other. Uh, and we'd like to have opportunities for those folks to live, work, and play in Forsyth County and not a neighboring jurisdiction. Uh, so we have definitely got some, uh, you know, uh, things we're continuing to work on behind the scenes. I know one of our recommendations in this new five-year plan uh, is the creation of true multi, uh, you know, uh, you know mixed-use zoning categories uh, where we could have an MU6, MU12 kind of zoning category. We're not there yet, uh, but that is one of the recommendations that we'll, as a committee, uh, you know, we'll continue to kind of push that behind the scenes. Well, I know one of the things in your, in your plans and so forth is the development of a town center. Sure. So tell us a little bit about your town center. Sure. Well, uh, a couple things. You know, we do have uh, one large-scale mixed-use under construction right now, which is Halcyon. It's, uh, you, know, uh, you know, a lot of folks, you know, it's, it has an Alpharetta zip code, so a lot of times people think they're still in, uh, you know, North Fulton. But uh, once you cross McGinnis Ferry, you're in uh, South Forsyth. So uh, that whole area has an Alpharetta zip code. Uh, Halcyon is a very large-scale. It's probably one of the largest mixed-use development projects under construction right now uh, in Metro Atlanta. It's a $370 million project. Uh, you know, it'll have a hotel, it has office space, it has the kind of things we're looking for in the community. You know, we would love to replicate that on different, uh, you know, sizes and scales elsewhere in Forsyth County. Uh, one of the things that we're a little unusual in Forsyth County, we have just one city. That one city is the city of Cumming. That one city is fairly small. It's only, you know, six, seven thousand people. Um, so with a lot of the town centers, obviously, developments you've seen around, uh, you know, near our jurisdiction that are doing really cool things, you know, downtown Lawrenceville, downtown Duluth, downtown Suwannee, uh, uh, Woodstock, those are all really municipally driven. Uh, for us, we just have one game in town with one city that's being city of coming. Uh, well, you have a new mayor. He's been on board for a little over a year, uh, and he is really excited about doing things differently and trying to grow uh, you know that you know that you know the city of coming uh, you know from a population perspective size-wise, and at this point our current downtown, because we were so poor, uh, you know, we don't really have the I guess the the bones of a uh, of a downtown that are really uh, conducive for extensive uh, you know uh, redevelopment. Mm -hmm. um, so we're really at this point looking to do what the city of Swanee did was we really need to develop a whole new town center. Um, so at this point, our current downtown will come to the administrative center, and we're going to develop a new downtown or town center uh, nearby. Uh, the city has acquired some property off of Canton Highway uh, to, I think it's around 65 acres, to, do, to basically do just that. Now, it's very preliminary at this point, um, but we personally are very excited about the opportunity of a new town center development in the city coming. They do have plans for an amphitheater that can seat uh, 1,500 people. Because, you know, one of the things we have right now is if you want to, you know, listen to some live music or have some entertainment on a Friday or Saturday night, odds are you're leaving Forsyth County. Going down and, to the... And so we'd love, to, we'd love to create those opportunities to, you know, uh, host of concerts, host events, host food truck events. and, uh, and Highlight the county. It, it is really just, uh, you know, you really got to have the center, but then you got to have the programming to go around it to really drive events and activities to, you know, create that, you know, that nightlife, that event, you know, that vitality in that community. So we're pretty excited about that. Now, at this point, I said it is pretty preliminary. Uh, you know, uh, you know the, can the city has acquired the property. 
Uh, and we're, you know, we as a chamber, are, you know, excited about working with them to see how we can develop that, uh, you know, as a, you know, a new town center. Well, you know, you you bring up the entertainment and everything. The chamber handles tourism and film industry in Forsyth sure. County. Can you discuss what's happening in the film industry and also how you're dealing with uh, trying to get more tourism to come and highlight areas in Forsyth County? Sure. Uh, I think as a chamber of commerce, we're a, a little unusual in that we do, I guess, the, I call the trifecta. You know, most, you know, obviously all chambers have a business component uh, where they have their membership and they try to do things to support the business community. All chambers of commerce have that component. Uh, obviously not all of them have the economic development component and not all of them have the tourism component. So when you find all three, there's really only, there's really not that many chambers of commerce that do all three, economic development, tourism, plus business services. Um, the tourism is something that, you know, uh, you know, our bread and butter and is and still will be for the foreseeable future is really the sports market. Uh, you know, we, the, we're very blessed. The county has spent a lot of time with the Parks and Rec to develop really outstanding uh, ball fields and fields of all type and multi-purpose. Almost all our fields now are artificial turf, so we can do things year-round. And it doesn't matter if we do things back-to-back. -back, the uh, the artificial turf, uh, you know, has been a really game-changer for us in that commitment by the county, which is to, to the tune of millions of dollars to do that sort of investment for the artificial turf. Uh, you know, one of the issues we have with the uh, that market, though, is, you know, we don't have the hotels, so we're continuing to work to grow more hotels because traditionally right now we're either partnering with uh, Hall, Gainesville, uh, and, or the city of Alpharetta to get the hotels. And so we love to continue to grow our hotels so we have more opportunities for those folks to go to the event and stay and spend their money in Forsyth County. Um, one of the things that we really had a new initiative, we hired a new uh, detergent director. She's only been on board a little over a year, uh, no, not even quite a year. She started March of last year, uh, Michelle Daniels. Um, and one of the things we hired her with it doing is, you know, we still want to do the sports market. We still think that's important for us as a community to go after because there's a lot of bang for buck. We've already got a lot of, you know, connections, infrastructure in place to make that a success. But what we don't have at the moment is, uh, you know, there's, we think there's some opportunities for filming. We have Lake Lanier. We have the, we're a gateway to the North Georgia Mountains. We have proximity to other movie studios around us, so we're within a zone that there's opportunities, I think, for us uh, to be uh, for some of those sh shooting schedules to include us in that process. Um, you know, and I, and Michelle literally started less than a year ago, last March, and we've already had some tremendous success. Uh, you know, uh, the show Ozark is shot on Lake Lanier. Uh, quite a bit of that is shot on our side of Lake Lanier. Uh, and it was actually, I think, uh, Justin Bateman just won, uh, I guess, a, a, an award uh, recently for that portrayal. Uh, we've been uh, scouted by some Netflix shows. Uh, we have, uh, uh, there's a show that'll be coming out, I'm not sure exactly when, but later this year, that's based on Dolly Parton and some of her upcoming, basically each episode is based on a, 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 one of her songs. Uh, two of those episodes are actually shot wholly in uh, Forsyth County. Uh, so we're, we've gotten some momentum. We've gotten, it's a, for us to have success in, in less than a year, I think, so, you know, my you know, tip of the hat to Michelle to be able to do that in that short amount of time. Uh, to the point that, you know, we are already talking right now with a couple of different folks about potential developing the studios in Forsyth County. Uh, nothing, you know, far enough along to really get too excited about at the moment. Uh, but the fact is, you know, less, you know, a year ago, we wouldn't even have been having that conversation. Uh, so the fact that, you know, we've got some early success, uh, we're, uh, you know, continued, uh, you know, uh, to develop the relationship with the scouts, which is really where a lot of the, uh, the you know, the decision making happens is at, you know, that movie scout level. Um, 
and we're pretty excited about you know the future. You know, we'd love for you know one of these movie studios to greenlight and locate in Forsyth County. I said it's pretty preliminary to make any sort of announcement or decision on that, uh, but I think it's exciting that you're even talking to us. No, absolutely, and it's it's such a hugely developing uh, market and in this state that it's in in our in just our local region that it's sure. just great. One of the things you kind of touched on a little bit is y'all have a great you're the stepping off point from that uh, for Lake Lanier and a great recreational lake. So you got should have a lot of activity that you know I know when I was in high school mm-hmm. and living in Roswell that was our route straight up it was 19 then but straight up 19 and hang a right and you're there you're at the lake oh sure i mean uh, you know uh, obviously uh, you know we have a uh, you know hall county has the most amount of shoreline with liquid air but we're not very far behind them uh, one of the things that you know one of the things our this new five-year kind of development point, plan pointed out is you know our side of, of lake lanier is really at this point kind of underutilized uh, our side of the lake developed first and it was oftentimes people just buying weekend homes um, and so you have a lot of really underutilized acreage. You know, there you have these small houses on fairly large lots, uh, to the point that I think there are opportunities where you're already starting to see it, where people are buying the lot, bulldozing the house, maybe breaking into multiple lots and building brand new homes uh, that are more, I guess, suitable for what the current market is demands. I mean, you know, nothing personal, but there's no reason why we shouldn't have uh, you know million dollar McMansions all up and down oh, uh, Lake Lear or on our side of the, of the river. Uh, so I think there's a huge opportunity for us to continue to grow that. I think there is some lack of infrastructure on, on parts of Lake Lanier on our side uh, that we're going to continue to work with the county on how we can, you know produce that that infrastructure so that we can go after uh, you know uh, not just uh, you know the housing component but really want the the mixed use. We want to do some things kind of cool. Uh, one of the opportunities we have, uh, are actually talking about is we do have one city park called Mary Alice Park. Uh, it's a, a little unusual, and it's a city park, but it's actually unincorporated uh, Forsyth. Uh, but they have a long-term land lease on a, basically the entire peninsula. It's a little over 100 acres. Don't they have the swims there and all? The um, well, we do have a separate aquatic center, but I think there are some other events I mean, that use that as a base. Swims. We do have some quite a bit of uh, lake swims. Uh, we do do that. We also have uh, uh, some fishing tournaments that use that as sort of a base of operation as well. You've got um, Baldridge there that's... I don't know whether that's the oldest or just, I know it used to be the biggest, Mm -hmm. but I know it's been there for a long, long, long time. But for us, I think that's an opportunity. Uh, You know, uh, we have, I think, what's really at this point an underutilized asset. It's a little over 100 acres. I think that would make for a great opportunity, say, for a resort. Uh, We've had some preliminary discussions with the Army Corps of Engineer, uh, and they seem receptive uh, to that. Now, at this point, uh, you know, it's very preliminary. Uh, but I think the opportunity to, uh, to do more with our side of the lake is something that's kind of a high priority for us that was highlighted in this new five-year economic development plan. Well, is there anything else that you've really targeted on your five-year plan that, as far as the development? One of the big things for us is product development. Uh, we have plenty of product at the moment. I know since I think since I've been there in the last three years, we've probably had about six like large spec buildings or industrial flex buildings come out of the ground. Uh, so that gives me product you know, for me to be successful in attracting jobs and investment, I got to have places for folks to go. Most of the time, they're not, they really are not interested in buying land and building a building. Uh, they're perfectly happy to locate in 20,000 square feet, of, you know, a, a portion of a 100,000 square foot building. Uh, so we've been very blessed with developers who have developed a lot of product for us. We actually have uh, two spec buildings under construction right now, and we uh, are working right now with Dexter companies. Uh, basically, uh, they've just earned the process of acquiring 51 acres with the attentions, uh, attention of uh, you know basically developing three buildings totaling a little over 400,000 square feet. I think the first two will come out of the ground starting in March, 
the biggest is going to be around 145, so it'll be the largest spec building uh, in the metro Atlanta market when it's under well, you know, while it's under construction. Um, so we have product for the moment, but as me as an econ developer, I'm always looking at my crystal ball of what is our needs for the future. I have stuff to show now, but what about next year? What about the year after? And what you find is the industrial product we have in South Forsyth, around exit 12 in particular in 400, uh, there's really not a lot of land left. The land that we do have is a little topographic challenge. I mean, all the easy to develop stuff's already been developed. And then you couple that with high uh, cost of, per acre. Um, so it's becoming less conducive for industrial. Uh, so I think whereas that's becoming less conducive for industrial, so we, one, we do need to see about developing a new industrial area in the northern part of the county where there is a land available, there is a price point that we think that makes sense for us, and there's a role the county can play when it comes to road, water, and sewer to make that a viable option. And then, of course, the land that we do have remaining in South Forsyth, uh, we think there's some really opportunities to start going some vertical construction. Uh, when you uh, you know are looking to do low-rise, uh, you know uh, mid-rise office product that's three or four stories, uh, then there's some economies of scale when you're going vertical with the construction. Uh, and so the price is you know not as critical for those type of developments as it would be for a single-story industrial flex building, for example. So it's really kind of a two-pronged attack. I think our new plan is we need to develop new industrial product. That's going to happen in the northern part of the county where we do have the land. Uh, and the same thing, there's a role for the county to play to make that viable. And then there's, there's an opportunity in the southern part to really, you know, we already have the new house, you know, and they have plans for 250,000 square feet of Class A office space. Uh, that's going to be a great, uh, you know, testimony because when I talk to folks right now, you know, the first thing they say is, well, there's no comps. We don't know if there's really demand for Class A office space in Forsyth County. But when I can point to an example, uh, Halcyon, uh, then it makes that conversation much easier for us to have. Uh, so we're going to continue to work with make sure Halcyon is a great success. They're looking to have their grand opening uh, next month for parts of phase one. Uh, you know, uh, and then the same thing, you know, start having those conversations with landowners, uh, you know, start working with developers who develop, you know, low-rise office, mid-rise office, uh, so that we continue to grow that side of our business on the technology corporate solution headquarters side. That's awesome. Well, one of the things we talked about briefly uh, before the show, and I think it's important that it, that it be addressed, is Forsyth County is growing, has a tremendously growing minority population. We do. And we all know about the history with Gwinnett County, I mean, uh, Forsyth mm -hmm. County, and, and, you know, it's, it's all about a culture change and image change. How are the demographics changing in your community, and, and how are you getting out the message that Forsyth is not the old Forsyth? Well, I mean, it, it, it's, a, I guess, an ongoing process. I mean, you really don't have to go back, you know, very far, you know, into the 1980s with Ofer Winfrey, uh, really highlighting, the, you, know, the, you know, the lack of diversity in Forsyth County. Uh, but what I think I uh, will tell people is those days are gone. Uh, you know, at that time period, we had a population of 40,000. Today, we have a population of 230,000 plus. Uh, you know, we have uh, almost 20% of our population is actually minority. Uh, the biggest uh, uh, component of that is uh, the Asian Indian community. Uh, and the, the, the minority population that we do have that's currently coming into Forsyth County is highly educated. They're working in the tech sector. They're working in the healthcare sector. Uh, and, uh, you know, you know, we're actually only a handful of counties in the United, United States can say that the minority population that's moving in is actually, on average, better educated than the native population, which is saying something in Forsyth County, whereas right now, uh, literally over half of our population actually has a college degree now. We are the most educated workforce in the entire uh, state of Georgia now. Um, so I think what we're trying to do is, you know, how do we embrace that change? Uh, I think uh, if you look at the numbers, you know, the, the, the stats from ARC is, you know, that, you know, 20% minority is expected to double to 40% minority by 2040. Uh, so 
for us in economic development, we always look, you know, I think there's an opportunity there. And how do we, as a community, embrace that change? How do we, as an economic development agency, uh, position ourselves uh, for success with that growing minority population? Um, and, uh, for example, we have our uh, Q1 international engagement uh, breakfast. We do quarterly breakfast meetings. And our one that's coming up just in a few weeks on the 27th is uh, all going to be focused about the growing Indian business community. Uh, and so we're continually trying to reach out, uh, you know, to embrace that change. And same thing as a chamber, how do we position ourselves, you know, for future success? At one thing, we, you know, how do we control that message too? So that's one of the things in our plan that had lots of recommendations, uh, you know, uh, about how do we control that message? Because if you go to Wikipedia right now and look at Forsyth County, it's not the most flattering. Uh, you know, so we have to balance this. We don't want to, I guess, try to ignore the past because the past is what the past is. But how do we basically augment that with additional information to let folks know that those days are gone and there's a new Forsyth and uh, we're not looking back, we're looking forward. That's fantastic. I've seen a lot of changes in the, in, mm -hmm. I went to high school back in the early 70s, graduated in 70s. And so, you know, it's, I've seen a lot of changes in Forsyth. Well, I know there's going to be people that want to get in touch with you or want sure. to get in touch with, right? Can you give us some numbers or an email address? Or how would they get a hold of Robert Long or the Forsyth County Chamber sure. if they want well, to Well, we do have a, we, uh, you know, uh, a dedicated economic development website called chooseforsyth.org. Uh, so if you go to chooseforsyth.org, uh, you can get my information. Uh, we also have a very, uh, it's open to the public, a public uh, a property search function. Uh, so you can find out what available properties are in Forsyth County. Uh, you can also do on the fly uh, not only just that, but you can also pull up demographics if you find a building or site you're interested in. Uh, so we uh, was a very uh, much uh, something we uh, pushed for over the last two years, and that's now uh, I guess that's uh, open for chooseforsyth.org. Choose uh, you know, my email is this r l o n g r long at comingforsythechamber.org. Uh, it's kind of long, but it's just uh, comingforsythechamber.org. Uh, and uh, you know, and then our number uh, for the Chamber of Commerce is uh, 770-887-6461, and I'm extension one one three. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank you again for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security. Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 11.30 in the morning, where you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com and clicking on Gwinnett Studio, then click on Case in Point. Join us next week at 11.30 when we talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Robert Long. Thank you. The Vice President of Economic Development for the Coming Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. I hope uh, everyone's learned a little bit about Forsyth and, and what's going on there because there's a tremendous amount going on. And I want to thank uh, our producers, Mike and Trey. I'm Rick Strawn. And remember, Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.